and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Day Season 6, Episode 12, Field of Dreams. My name's Marty. I'm here with Jen. Hey. Every other podcast is just a pod ass. <laughs> Brumch. Let's start with Riley and Violet. Real quick, when you said, uh, hello, thank you for blah, 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 blah. Mrs. It, it, Alfire. Yeah. Uh, I thought that too. <laughs> hello. <laughs> just, just, just the way you did it hello, today. Oh, dearie. It's, it's like, yeah. all right, Mrs. Doubtfire. Anyway. That's a good movie. It is a good I movie. I appreciate oh, that one. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. What part of England you're from? I can't recognize that accent. Oh, they're this and there, thereabouts. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, Violet and Riley. Violet and Riley. So... Riley begs Violet for forgiveness, basically, like, bought her, like, flowers and yeah. shit. And... I really enjoyed watching, you could see the pain in on his face of, like, I. he's like, I have to apologize and I have to just, like, shut the it, fuck up. You and know, like, she and didn't just... really, like, forgive him right away, too. Yeah. Like, she, she kind of made him work for it. And you could see he's, like, he's thinking, like, oh, man, I just apologized and... You're not even gonna forgive me, right? You're not gonna accept it. Like you could see him getting like pissed and like looking up to the Lord for help, and and then just and then for her to be like, also you didn't defend me. Yeah, feel like a criminal. Like thank you for apologizing. You're correct. You are wrong, and you are (laughs) completely wrong. I have done absolutely nothing wrong. Let me tell you about. uh, I will not apologize at all. You haven't apologized for enough, man. It was like Riley's (laughs) worst case scenario. I know. Like just worst case scenario. You know, when somebody apologizes, you kind of have to take it on the chin a little bit to be like, okay. You know, like what is it or, they say about? Or you like, could say I don't forgive you. Yeah, like, you can't say I forgive you, but you haven't apologized for enough. You know what I mean? Like you can't then remind them of what. what you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I, don't I know. also feel like if you're Riley, you know, and you've decided, okay, I'm going to eat crow. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to take the blame for this situation to get us on track. Like it's what do they say about good deeds? Like it's not a good deed if you go and tell everybody about it. You know, right, you know it's, right. so it's like you can't you can't really go in. You're going to be this big man and apologize while also expecting her to. Well, I don't know because in relationships, it's like you both should acknowledge your own faults. You know, in the situation, right. not just I'll take all the blame. Right. And you you sit there and be arrogant and say you did nothing to contribute. Like I don't, you know, it, I don't know. It's like you know Riley's not a hundred percent right, but he's not a hundred percent wrong. And and I think in that moment she could have just been like, okay, I forgive you, and then I'm sorry for making you feel this way. Yeah. Like the intent versus impact thing I talk about a lot. Like my yeah. intent wasn't to hurt you, but that was the impact. You can apologize for the impact, right? Yeah. Without necessarily apologizing for the intent. Yeah. Right. Because like, so. obviously she's made him feel uncomfortable with like the whole dating app. Like there's some unresolved shit that she just will not apologize for to right. Riley to to better the relationship. And so. I didn't like that. So, you know, he's talking about how he'll answer any question, right? And and but then Violet's like she almost everything she does to piss him off, she almost kind of uh, chucks it up to not knowing English that well. Yeah. Like and I don't that fucking seems a little yeah, that, I was man. like that seems a little convenient. Like listen, man, she knows she understands English 99% of the time until you Riley ask will ask a more tense question, like, oh, "Oh, hey, why are you talking to other dudes?" Oh, sorry, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, oh, it doesn't uh, translate. Yeah, I don't know. Can you translate that? Yeah. Stop, dude. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Her English is is. If you if you know enough of what I'm good. talking about to have a fight with me about it, you uh, can uh-huh. answer the question. And the way she reacted when he saw that she was talk- he, yeah. th- talking to the dudes, like, come on. Yeah. So. I don't know. They went to a Buddhist temple, and that was kind of cool. There's a Buddhist temple by us that I want to check out just because it, it just seems very chill. You know, I don't know. Yeah. 
I need time to relax. Um, so I don't, I don't like. I feel like in a way they might be the perfect match for each other because I feel like they're both incredibly like rude, you know. And we're yeah. it just it just yeah. might work. Like you guys it are might... so rude, nobody else will put up with you. But they're rude but in different ways. Yeah, it, it, like almost like a jigsaw. Like you know. Yeah. They could. Might, they might be able to fit together, right? So uh, Violet has important things to discuss with Riley, and she's super anxious about it. And they're like flying kites and shit. You know, later they're flying kites and shit, and it's like I don't know, flying kites is boring. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. What are you gonna stand there with a string for hours? People have like, like kite battles in, in in some countries, and they like try to they like line their string with like broken glass and shit, to, like try to snap other people's lines and shit. It's weird. weird. Yeah. Anyway, so she asks Riley how much money he has, and like, okay, that's a fair question because it's like you're leaving everything. You gotta know that she can't work. Yeah. She's gotta know like what kind of cushioning do we have here? Yeah. He's got a hundred k in the bank, which isn't quit your job money, but that's a healthy savings. Yeah, that's and then me- that's where he—I mean, he was like between investments and savings and this and that, a hundred, a hundred grand. Oh, I like, thought he said just, just. No, he said between save. all of these things. Oh, so it's like, okay. dude, you might have like that might mean you have ninety five thousand dollars wrapped up in CDs and you know uh, investments have and stock market. Right and, yeah, yeah. So what does that really mean? Well, you know, that's probably still it, yeah. even so. That's probably more than most Americans have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you know he's like, mean? oh, it's not a lot of money, and I'm like. Like, dude, I was at the bank the other day, and I had two accounts, and one doesn't have much in it, I won't say, but not $100,000. Certainly, And I'm like, and I told the teller, like, kind of embarrassed, like, oh, someone that doesn't really have much money in it. And then she, then she looked and she told me my balance. She's like, "You don't think that's a lot of money? That's a lot of money." And I was like, that's, "It's all relative." It's I'm all like, relative. "I'm like, that's not yeah. really." A, but like to some people, that might be a lot of yeah, money. Believe me, I spent much of my twenties with like forty bucks in the bank. So yeah. like, like, <laughs> is a good. And this was like I had kind of a humble, another like kind of humbling moment too. Was like I was on my way to work, you know, downtown Detroit, and this guy, you know, like he stops me while I'm at the light, and he's like. You know, like, he's in, like, a nurse's scrub and stuff, older guy, like, kind of nurse janitorial staff type clothing, and he's yeah. telling me his car just broke down on the freeway, and I may have completely gotten bamboozled here. I'm I'm open yeah. to that possibility. But, like, he says, like, you know, he needs antifreeze, he's walking to the store, he's $12 short, can you help him out? And at first I was like, nah, you're, you know, like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. But then, like, I thought about it, he had the idea and pinned to his, his um, pocket, and he was in the scrubs and everything, and I'm like, oh, this poor guy. So I circled back around and I gave him twelve dollars. You know, well, I gave him. I only had two tens, so I gave him the two tens for his twelve dollars. Yeah. And you know, it's just like, dude, like, to, and he was much older than me, and it's like. And if he's in it, scrubs, it's like he's probably he probably does have a job because it's like how many people just wear scrubs? Yeah. yeah and, I mean, and and so, but it was like kind of you know. A although humbling, that's a good racket if if you wanna. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like. If he <laughs> if he bamboozled me, he did a good job. It's a good yeah. bit. But like I was like you know like to be somebody much older than me as he was and to not have twelve dollars, you know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, it, it was it was humbling. It's yeah. like I'm I'm blessed to have had have the money I do have and ha- and to have had the twenty dollars I and had. On I know before, people you know? that you know you know I don't want to call them out on the podcast, but I know people that are older that are my parents' age lost their job and then the, like they're asking the, for a loan like on Facebook just like in public like asking yeah. someone for a loan. Yeah, and I'm like, oh boy. So so it's like you like, said, it's all relative. Yeah. It's like you know, a hundred grand to you know Riley isn't a lot. It's you know, it's it's a, a good chunk to me. It's nothing to sneeze you know? at. And, you yeah. know. So no matter who you are, but so Riley wants to know, like from Violet, like he brought up the whole Violet texting his dad and saying like talking shit and all that, and he wants to know if she regrets it. She doesn't. Nope. <laughs> she she doesn't nope. regret it for a of minute. Course. And I really enjoyed kind of the uh, 
like the confusion she's you know, like the confusion riley had where he thought maybe she's misunderstanding or whatever you know and like but she's like no no i already told you <laughs> oh, no, no i don't I regret got it you. i don't i yeah, she's like i don't regret she's it like, no i already said i don't regret it Wait, i thought you didn't know english what the fuck <laughs> yeah and he's just like <laughs> like if there was any situation where perhaps she's understand misunderstanding he thinks it's now and but she's like no i i was clear i told you no i don't regret it and it's just like yeah and it's like Riley can be pretty lame, but at the same time, it's like I told you that this thing you did bothered me. It hurt my feelings. I'm your future husband, and your response is basically, "Yeah, I don't give a shit." Yeah, your response like, is like unapologetically I mean, come on, too bad. Like world's smallest violin, Riley. Yeah. You know, like like she might as well have done that little gesture, like a little tiny violin. Come on, like, man. Yeah, and like this guy just apologized to you. Like he's done some pretty big moves for Riley, you know, yeah. like, like apologizing and all this stuff. And right. you just continue to bust his balls. Like, and it's weird because I'm on the fence with Riley. I, I, I kind of like him. I kind of don't like him. There's things that he does that just bother me. Yeah. But I don't really, I, I can't really substantiate like not liking him necessarily, right? But yeah. it, here's the point where it's like, dude. He, it's he's like, he's being very open with you, and you're kind of shitting on him. Yeah, and and I and I kind of feel like it's almost like he's standing there, and she's punching him in the face, and and she's been punching him in the face, and at this point now he's just choosing not to move out of the way. You know, and, you know what I mean? He's like, choosing not to move out of the way, but he's also he's looking at her he's like, can you just start hitting me in the gut for a little bit, give my face a break? And she's yeah. like, nope. Yeah, and nope. he just keeps wailing him in the yep. face. Yep. yep. So, all right, how about Gino and Jasmine? Um, they 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 buzz each other's nose hair. I mean, that's kind of cute i didn't like that either i didn't care for that no i, I mean i like their... can you breathe better like how much nose hair are we talking yeah. here holy shit it, like i liked their i guess closeness in that way that they're able yeah. to be goofy and funny i mean like there's couples i that... do that for my wife but we've been together for like 12 13 like, years i mean or there, there's couple there's people that have dated for years and they still won't like like shit with the door open or like or whatever yeah. like you know and or just and still pretend like they don't poop and it's just and that's to, to, weird yeah it's like dude like we all poop we all fart get over know. it you know and i'm at the point where my kids are old enough that i can shit with the door closed so mm-hmm. i absolutely shit with the door closed like i'm, I'm taking advantage of that because you couldn't welcome before. back yeah welcome back yeah to that's the, what i mean living. i'm back in the club yeah it's like because you know when your kids are little you shit with the door closed and they're they're doing who god knows what yeah. right you know yeah so they go walking outside, and Gino brings up pregnancy out of seemingly nowhere. It's like, yeah. dude, you had one good weekend. Now you want to slip one past the goalie? Like, really? Yeah. That's what bothered me. You know, it's like, like, oh, you know, because Jasmine says, like, I, we don't want to have a kid when, like, we're, we're on shaky ground. And now after one That's therapy session. That's a fair point. And then after one therapy session and, like, two days of bliss, it's like he, he wants, he, oh, we're in a better place now. Let's have a kid. Like, uh, can we- <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, can we like? Can she get to the country first? Can you make it to that point first? Right. I mean, he you won't know? marry her or get her an, an engagement ring until she's in the U.S. But so believe me, boy, you're gonna spend a lot more on a kid than on a fucking engagement, especially if the relationship doesn't work out. You're yeah. gonna be sending all sorts of money to her. It's like you want to you, know? you want to give her a pregnancy, but you don't want to get her a real ring. So uh, right, exactly. So. And then Jasmine kind of puts it out there for him, like, dude, I have kids. I've done it before. It's not easy. If your relationship's even a little rocky, it, it's gonna it's gonna get fucked up. It's gonna yeah. be destroyed. And she's right. Yeah, and they are definitely you know? not in a place where I and think that's the right move. No, for them right and now. you know how important sex is to Jasmine. Well, nothing kills your sex life like a baby. Yeah. Let me tell you that from firsthand experience. Okay. I mean, even when my friends talk about their babies, that's enough to fucking kill any buzz I have. I know. It's like <laughs> that. Like, that is. Ooh, ooh. I am forever inoculated from baby fever. Let me tell you that. And it's like 
And, and first of all, Gino already has trouble making cumsies. That's established. Like, how the yeah. fuck is he supposed to? And I liked how Jasmine was like, you know, oh, you know, one minute you can't ejaculate, and next minute you can. Like, 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 kind of like accusatory yeah. of like, oh, like, Matt, all of a sudden it's like, not a problem. Like, I'm gonna try to make kids, so I, like, I gotta get free. I gotta shit on you, like while we're fucking. Like, that's the only way you can come because he couldn't. He he only came because they were doing like weird shit. Yeah. I mean that's kind of what she what was implied, right? I mean, if that's their thing, good for them. Hey, but all roads lead to Rome, you know what I mean? I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know, and, and already having kids, like the thought of starting over with the fucking diapers and the car seats and all that—that's hell. Okay. Yeah, that's that's hell. So that's the thing. Like, I don't want kids because, or at least not at this point in my life, because no. it's just like I—I I mean, call it being selfish, call it not, but it's like. I don't want to take care of a small person. I don't want to wipe anybody's ass but mine. You know, I don't it, I don't want to make my life about someone else. I 100% you know? And, know what you're talking about. And like people call yeah. that selfish, but is it selfish it's not. if it's I not. don't I mean if I had a child and I put it, myself first, that's selfish. Well, listen, but like it's it is your life. You're allowed to be selfish. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's like but I'm, I'm I'll say like the whole taking care of another person, I will say this. Like I know exactly what you're talking about cuz I I've, I've felt that way many times. When you, when it's your kid, it doesn't really feel like that. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know? but it's like like I look at it like that's why I don't want a dog because it's like yeah. I gotta find someone to watch the dog, take care of the dog, let the oh, yeah, dog yeah. out. I can't oh, go anywhere. Compliment, you know, complicates and, everything. Yeah, yeah. And like if I'm gonna bring the kid with me, I gotta figure out how, places that accommodate kids, yeah. kid friendly places, all the. And it's like, dude, yeah. no, I want to get up and go. I don't want to find as, a, as someone a, to watch my dog. Dude, you know, it's like no. As a dad, I can tell you, not everywhere has like ch- changing diaper changing stations in both bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I've had to go into the ladies' room a couple of times when my, when my son was a baby because, like, we're out and about. We're running errands to do whatever. i got to change him. You know, mm-hmm. he's sitting in his own filth. Yeah. And it's like there's no change station in the men's room. I had to go to the ladies' room. See, see that? Like, I just, it's like, even just going to the grocery store, man, but even I don't want to, like, you know. it, it makes it so much more complicated, yeah. right? You know? So, like, I am, I am all right with taking care of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And my kitties. But I, I will defend Gino in this sense that I think Jasmine has told him, like, Absolutely, I want kids. Absolutely, I'm all for it. Da, 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 oh yeah, da. yeah. I think I think she and has because she, she their latest discussion made it seem like maybe she was a little bit more on the fence about it. Yeah. And it's like you know we've seen a lot of dudes flip flopping on the, on this franchise, right? Yeah. And now Jasmine's the one flipping the script, and uh, she definitely told me she wanted kids at some point. Yeah, be- know, because but. because the other season they were on of whatever show it was before the ninety days probably, and you know it was like they were going to try to have a kid, and then she pulled a Yara and was like, "Oh, surprise! I'm on birth control." So right. so they definitely had conversations where Gina was under the impression that they were going to have children together. So, and I mean like that is like a big thing i mean like if gene if gino wants to have kids and he says it's very important to have a child it's like i mean that could be a deal breaker you, you know might I mean, want to find someone that wants that absolutely wants kids you yeah know? and jasmine might not and you know what jasmine's perfectly entitled to feel that way kids yeah. are a commitment man yeah and, I, and I just especially think- to a woman i mean the, the dude's portion of making kids is actually kind of fun <laughs> you know what i mean you know I, the 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 burden is really on the woman. Yeah, and you know, and it's. It, I just think that they both need to be honest to each other because, like, Jasmine shouldn't string them along with. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe someday. They, they need someday. to go back to the therapist and talk about this specifically. This issue. Yeah, they definitely yeah. need a um. What is it? A mediator. A mediator. To, <laughs> to have That's this what they need. And judging by the previews for next week with them. 
Yeah. Maybe they don't find that meaning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they did. So. Yeah, so. Okay, how about David and Sheila? So they open up to all of them, you know, Sheila, David, her kid, and the translator, because she's like in the family now, apparently. Yeah. Uh, they're all in the car together, and the translator says to Sheila, like, why does David make that sound? And he does make a strange, like... It's like a vib- like your phone's on vibrate ringing. I thought like, I thought it sounded like a dog with bad sinuses. It sounded like, you know, like if you put your phone on vibrate and put it on like a hard table. Yeah, it's okay. Because like, it's, it's not a very human sounding no. sound. You and that's know? what it's, Sheila said. She thought it was a cell phone. And yeah, yeah. I agreed. I'm like, yeah. And you know, David has no idea he makes that fucking yeah. sound. And then you cut to fucking uh, the producer asks him, you know, hey, are you aware that you make this sound? And like, what sound? What? And he and he says like, well, you know, I'm deaf, so I'm not aware no. of any noise I'm making. I'm like, why would you Wait, ask that? I don't know what a sound <laughs> is. I was born deaf. What are you talking about? And then I commented about that on Twitter, and some people were like, well, you'd think that the feeling, you know, that he'd feel it. And it's like, okay, well, if you have been deaf your whole life and you feel your body doing things like in your throat or whatever. You like, feel a lot you of things that don't make noise. You can sit here and you could snap your fingers together your whole life and have no idea that it actually makes a noise. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how would you know unless somebody said, hey, you're making a noise by clicking your fingers together? Well, yeah. How and, would he not, you know? And that's what he says. And, like, he wasn't aware of it until Sheila asked him about it. Sheila and asked him about it. It's like, yeah, ask it, the deaf guy if he's aware of the sounds he's making. Like, uh, no. What? And again, I, I, you know, we've talked about this, and and we'll we'll talk about it again. I'm sorry. I just want to see that moment when David realizes that farts make noise. It, like yeah, and you know like does I mean? he know, or is he just like has anybody told him, hey, you're you making you're making Man, a noise? That's gotta be a life changer right there. Like, Admit, like what the fuck? Who would who would like? Because it's kind of uncomfortable. Who would tell you? You know, if if I like if I, I work know. at the grocery store and like you're David, you're oh. deaf. I'm your coworker at the grocery store. And David we're, had cabbage for lunch. We're Watch stocking, out. We're stocking vegetables or some shit, and you're just ripping ass. Yeah, right, I'd be right. like, and I, I, I would be like, does he know? He, he's obviously farting. I know that, and because I can hear it and probably smell it. Yeah. But does he know he's making a sound? That's what I mean. And who would be bold enough? Honestly, probably I would, but. If not me, who would be bold enough to go and be like, hey, are you aware that, yeah. like, I can smell that you're farting. I know you can smell it. Are you aware that makes a oh, noise? Try to explain the concept of a silent but deadly to him. Ooh. It's impossible. How, it's like, farts make, but, my, but farts make sounds. Someone told me that. They make sounds. Like, not all of them, David. Doesn't mean, like, you can you can probably feel it in your ass cheeks that you're farting, and you can smell it, but, like, does he know but it makes a sound? sometimes it's silent. Like, I can feel it every time so far. I ain't I, getting older, I, but... If, if I were deaf, I would want to know, though, if, like, you gotta rip I'm off making that a sound. Man. Like, you gotta I'm, let I'm, know. Like, somebody tell me that everyone around me can hear me when I'm farting. Like... Yeah. It's like, and then you got to be thinking about all the times in the past yeah. when you were in public. Yeah, like all the times like, you've, you've done that and people have heard you. I was ripping ass on the bus this morning. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, fuck. in most settings, people could probably smell it. But like sometimes if you're in an elevator and, you know, like, somebody rips ass, you don't know. No, and you it's know? like, you know what? People are probably giving him all sorts of dirty looks and he had no idea why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. holy shit. That's what I mean. I'd like. Like when we went to the, the baseball game and I was far, farting really loud and a lady <laughs> in front of us gave me the nastiest look. Yeah, I wonder why. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I was David in that moment. <laughs> That's what I should have said. Oh, he's he's deaf. He can't. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. 
But that would be, you know, that would be a weird good question if we were able to contact David and ask, like, how yeah. how did you learn that your farts make sound? And also, if you just now learned it by us telling It'd you, be we're sorry. That'd be the only question. That'd be the only question. One question. <laughs> I, I don't, you know. If they ask him anything on the tell-all, Sean, please ask him, how did you uh, learn you know farts what? make sound? I already think Sean sucks. And I, if she if she doesn't ask him about the farts, that's it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm done with I've washed my hands of Sean. Yep, same. So. Okay, so Sheila, <laughs> she wants David to bond with her son, worried about the son, because um, she thinks that maybe maybe he'll see David as being this like weirdo, like a lummox type of thing. And and, and David is, he is kind of odd, because, yeah. you know, and it's, he it, can't only, help it, but. Yeah, there's only so much you can really do to, right. to interact with people that if you're deaf and nobody speaks sign language. Like, it's, it's, he only has like two expressions on his face, like, yeah. you know what I mean, like. He reminds me of like a sad version of like Hodor from Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of like not he's not like dumb or anything. He's not dumb. It's very but like it's simple like, kind of. Simple, but it, it, only in the fact that he can't really communicate. Like yeah. he's not really a simple guy. He just he has a very difficult time communicating. Yeah. So he kind of comes off as oafish and it's not right. It's not fair cuz he's not an oaf. Yeah. But, you know, I, I try explaining that to a kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. They had dinner later. Actually, he bonded very well with the kid. Yeah. And they were playing they had a good in the time water the and beach shit. And, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, David, what I will say about David, he's, he has stepped it up. Yeah. In, in ways that a lot of dudes in the show don't. He's bonding with the kids. He's being very fatherly. He's splashing. He's goofing off. Yeah. You know, that's what da- dads are supposed to be fun, you know? And that's why I thought it was really nice when they're at the restaurant and, you know, he says, like, I love you. You know, I love you both. Like, you you both make me complete. Yeah. You know, I was like, that's very, very sweet. And you could tell he really, really meant it. And yeah. and I did like that Um, John Real was like, oh, I want to learn sign language so I can communicate with him more. And it's like, yeah, yeah you know, maybe spread some of that over to Sheila, who has, yeah. who has neglected to hey, I'll give hey, her a John pass. Hey, John you learn, and then you can teach your mom. How yeah. about that? Yeah, I'll give her Perfect. a pass for now because she just lost her mom. But yeah. also, why didn't you learn it? The last mm, week? They but have whatever. some time to figure whatever. that out. Yeah. But, but, you know, um, so... She, you know, she was telling us about how her son's dad's not involved in life and mm-hmm. you guys are fucking deadbeat and everything. Which I kind of thought it was... I felt bad for the kid because he was yeah, just sitting right that's there. that's what I was going to say. I kind of like, felt like it was inappropriate to talk awkward. about that in front yeah, of him. Like yeah. it, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was weird. So, but anyway, John Rail doesn't really want to move to the U.S. Yeah, he'll miss he, his he, friends. He's got friends and, and family. I, I, I feel like that's it. a typical kid response. That's a regular. You know? And it's like he doesn't really know English... And it's like, bro, English is not hard. I speak it every day. <laughs> you know, but, but the, you know, most school districts in this country do have, like, language programs to help English yeah. ESL kids, you know, the second yeah. language learners and stuff. So um, but here's the thing. David doesn't have a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, and David doesn't really have he, – he's got a small apartment, and they're like, well, you know, you, you'll need to get a bigger apartment. And it's like – Dude, you don't have eighteen hundred bucks to pay to fix like her house. Yeah. Like, how do you expect? Do you to be have eighteen hundred for a rent? To yeah. for a down payment on a you, yeah. you know you got to put deposits down in apartments and shit. Well, hopefully they're getting a fat check from ninety fiance. God, I hope so. Yeah, I mean <laughs> maybe oh, they are. I don't know. Maybe they are, but it, it just I don't know. It makes me worry about him because he he reminds me a lot of um. 
Ah, fuck me running. What's that dude on 90 Day UK? Oh, uh, Sean. We, Sean, yeah, we mentioned it We before. never remember. Remember last time we were we like Chester? Forget. Aaron? Or, yeah. I, I almost said Aaron again. We like, were no, way off. We established it wasn't Aaron. It's so. Sean. Sean. It's Sean. He reminds me of him in, in a lot of ways. Like, just kind of yeah. sad. Like he, and because he, he has the he has the completely the right intentions his, and his heart. in the and, right place. But it's like, can he actually make what Is the kind of life he feasible? wants to give them come to fruition? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, how about Misha and Nico? So they went fishing in the ocean, and I want to go fishing. I haven't been fishing in a minute, so. Well, and Nico sucks at teaching, by the way. Yeah. Because he's like, "Well, just cast out and wait." And he's like, "No, dude, there is more to fishing than that." Yeah. And then she's like, uh, uh, "She's talking about how she didn't think fish will hang out around rocks." Like, bro, that's prime fishing location. They love to hide in rocks. They love it. And it's like you know, and Nico didn't explain it. To, I don't know Nico sucks. Yeah. Anyways, um, Nicola. So she falls. She gets she falls cut. And, like, cuts herself, and, and then, he made such a big to do. Yeah, about he's like, it. okay, we're done. Done. Fishing's over. Done. Like yeah, they were there for like, like five minutes. Dude, it's it's okay. It, it's okay. She's like, it's fine. Get over it. He's like, no, no, Misha, Misha, me. And Misha, no. Yeah. So ninety like, fiance picked this for one of their top tweets, and it's like this this picture of like I forget his name. He's the he's the guy that plays the dad in the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series. It's it's that oh, guy. Oh yeah. And it's a little gift. The dad from Step Step. Brothers. Yeah, is yeah. it is it GIF or JIF? I always forget. It's GIF. That's People will say JIF. It's yeah. GIF. I'm like it's GIF. What do you do? But yeah, so it's a little GIF of him like like waving his hands by his face and he's going fuck like that's like the what his mouth is doing and yeah. it's like somebody's just like like oh Misha this Misha that Misha 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 and it's just him being like fuck like like that is how I feel like I'm yeah, so sick of him adding Misha onto the end of every sentence that he says. Yeah, and because it's always critical too and just like oh right, Misha don't right. fish oh Misha don't do this Misha get out of the water Misha you cut yourself. Misha, let's go. Misha, hurry up. Like, like fuck dude, you. It's a little <laughs> cut. She'll survive. Yeah. And, and then he's like, you know, he's like, oh, this is the last time I'm taking her fishing. Last, last time. time I'm last taking her fishing. She's like, this is the Mediterranean Sea, not just a lake in Minnesota. It's like. How do you but, know the difference? You think the tide's going to take her away? Like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> right? what are you talking about? I just can't stand this guy. He's an asshole. I, I spend their segments just asking, what the hell I do know. you see in this man? I know. Yeah. And so, mommy expects this 46, quote 46, because I don't quite buy he's fucking 46. But so mommy, mommy expects a 46-year-old man to bring home a, a similarly aged virgin also? Like, come on. Yeah, and then, and then that's the thing. So they were going to meet the family, right? And he's all worried because she's not a virgin. And here, listen, maybe this is unfair. Maybe this is a, a strictly American perspective, but... Nico's like, like you said, like like fifty or something, right? Mm-hmm. Never married, still living with his mom. Why would his family care that she's not a virgin? Honestly, all things considered, I'd be, I think they would be surprised that to find out that he's not gay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because in America, it's a stereotype: old, old dude, older dude living with his mom. You know what that means? And 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 that's not fair. It's it's bullshit. But you would think like, holy shit. He he has like a sexuality at all. Yeah. Like that's fucking. You think they'd be ecstatic? You'd, you'd be happy. I would if you know, like if I, whatever. If I am a mom and I really want my kid to find someone, you know, whatever. Like, and you're 46 and it still doesn't happen. Like, I would be grateful that oh, finally he found somebody he that found you know somebody that he loves who cares? or whatever. Like, finally this who isn't guy repulsed by him. Yeah. Somebody by the grace of God, right? Yep. So and it's like you know like. I don't know, and, and and maybe it's not fair to say like, oh, they thought he was gay, but I'm just thinking like, just that that he's 
he's into somebody. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe this will lead to him moving out. Yeah, the, yeah. That, you think she'd be thing. very like, excited? Like, thank God this guy's gonna uh, leave my house finally. I've been trying to turn that room to an office for decades. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so the brothers come older. The older brother looks younger than Nico. They both do. They both do. I don't one, know if one any of them of actually them, is younger. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if any is younger. I can't remember. But, but. and then Nico's a bitch because Nico is turns to Misha and is like, oh, like basically says that you need to be the one to explain to the family you know who you he are was, to me. He was a like, t- an asshole from the moment they got there. Like, he just leaves her with the mom. He won't. Yeah. He, he can't be bothered with translating anything, anything. so so they can talk and, because he doesn't want her to tell the mom. Anything yeah. that he doesn't want her to know, like how long they've been together, or any personal details. And it's like, dude, she could not have been any more respectful to mom. Yeah. She couldn't have been, like, she hit it off so well. Like, she was absolutely, like, the, the like, how to meet your, your partner's parents. Yeah. Like, she did it perfect. And he was being a jerk. And, and he then, was just like, being a dick. When she was, when the brothers show up, like, he, she asks him, like, can you translate, you know, in Arabic so your mom uh, can under, can be a part of the no, conversation? And he's no. like, no. And she's like, I, I was just, like, internally fuming because, like, I putting like, myself dude, in that situation. Like, are you kidding? Like, dude, I am ass out here. Like, I can't communicate okay, with her. I want to ask wrong with her you? one question. Yeah. Do you know you're hot? <laughs> are you stupid? Like, <laughs> right. what, what is this? And then it's and, and when she asks him, why can't you communicate anything for me? Well, because that's who I am. I don't want to. Like, why and then am I even, even her here brothers then? are like, dude, what's your fucking problem? Yeah, like, that's where that's where I would have I would have been like, dude, what? Then she asks him in a very professional, polite way, like, what the fuck's your problem? What the fuck is your problem? You know, like, dude? why are you acting this way? And I'd feel the same way. I would feel so embarrassed, so sad. Like, yeah. what was the point of me meeting her if you're gonna sit here and and seriously work extra hard to make sure we can't have a conversation? And listen, if the family's really gonna be that concerned about her not being a virgin, he should tell his whole family to go fuck themselves. For a hot piece of ass like that. Mm-hmm. See, I know how to compliment a lady. So, Clearly. But, yeah, it was fucking, it was just so, it, my, I was really annoyed. And yeah. I'm just like, why are you putting up with this? You don't yep. need this. Yeah, again, I'm like, what do you see in this man? Like, bro, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Okay, how about Statler and Dempsey? Oof. So, they're kind of reeling from the last conversation, right? Yeah, a little and, bit of um, fallout there. So Dempsey asked a great asked a great question that I don't feel like got enough attention. Why does her ex even know that Statler is going to be in the UK at all? That's what I thought. That that that's a question. That's I a had. beautiful question. Because because like yeah, it's like it's okay. I get Statler's point of like, well, you know, um, it wasn't actually a plan. It was and like it was you know I would like I she asked about you know getting a hotel, her picking me up and us getting a hotel together, and I told her about you. And and it's like, but, but why? The, but but the question before was before that, yeah, why how were you, did she even know you were going to be here? Yeah, why were you even communicating with? your ex to tell her about your upcoming trip to the uk maybe you tweeted about it i don't know but but you know it's an easy question dude like how yeah you know and so and then statler was confused because like how can Dempsey say we're rushing into things we've known each other for months yeah uh, uh, yeah okay months no you're right you're right statler the way she describes it like she's moving fast uh to make up for lost time right because she's only wanted to love someone her whole life. She was adopted. She's got abandonment issues, right? She's yeah. 33. She doesn't have her forever person yet, right? Which, you know, 33 is still pretty fucking young. Yeah. So she's she's moving really fast to make up for that lost time. It's like, dude, 
you got to stop, you know? Yeah, like you are sabotaging this relationship by trying to put it into overdrive. Right. And it's like, you know, you've got plenty of fucking time here. And I was really glad that Dempsey did not take decide to like kind of feel bad and let her her at all man yeah she was sympathetic but she didn't waver yep and and because there are a lot of couples that have and a lot of people in general that would cave to that sort of feel bad for me guilt trip change your mind type deal you know like not that i think that statler's feelings are real about like the abandonment issues and that but like sure i do think she did play it to have her kind of under, to understand her and to also sort of feel bad, like guilt her yeah. into feeling bad. Like, well, this is this is the reason why I'm rushing. So be all right with me rushing and just do it. Right, and, R- right. And it's like you know, but like Statler, Dempsey, Dempsey didn't fall for. It. She's Dempsey like, didn't fall for. It. And Dempsey never said the relationship was over. That's what like, I like. Just you know, there was a tweet. Somebody it was a picture of Dempsey, and somebody had said like uh, Dempsey was like like oh you ain't, you ain't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know. Statler was trying to explain, like, I'm not going to see my ex. Like, I wasn't going to stay with a hotel or nothing, but, like, never brought up why the ex was even aware of it, right? So, I don't yeah. know. It was annoying. That, that was my, my question when she said that. It's like, well, why the hell does your ex even know you were coming to And, and that's that's one thing her. Dempsey should have really stuck to. Like, okay, but hold on. But how does he actually even know? Yeah, like, why were you even, like, that's what I said. What's, why were you even talking to your ex? Like, how does, you know, how did this come about, Yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. It's like... Even with the sad story and everything, Dempsey was was very strong. I like that. And then and then it bothered me that Statler was like, "Well, I just hope that things go well the rest of the time I'm here, and she'll change her mind and let me move in by the end." And it's like, dude, you better call whoever you need to call your leasing office and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna need." uh, I need an extension, bro. I'm gonna need to renew that. I need some time. Yeah, (laughs) actually, yeah, I'm gonna renew my lease. It's like, listen, renew your lease and then get into fucking therapy. You've got abandon. You know you have abandonment issues. Yeah. You need to talk to someone about that. That's where it's like, you know, like I'm very pro therapy. I think everybody has the power to unlock a better version of themselves. And I think sometimes you you do need an outsider's view or assistance in unlocking that door. Right. right? And so you just need a tune up. Yeah. And it's like it's great. It's it's really great progress to be aware of some of your issues. But it's like, okay, but you got to go the next step, too, and do what you do the work to fix those issues. Right. And you you know what? I know a lot of people are like, well, I've got friends to talk to. He's like, listen, first of all, your friends are going to be biased because they're your friends. And sometimes your friends don't want to tell you what what they need to tell you because they're afraid of of upsetting you. Or sometimes they do, but it doesn't get well received so it can affect the friendship. Or or, or sometimes their advice is shit. Yeah, that too. (laughs) So, you know, having a professional, unbiased, secondary person, you know, third third party to talk to is is very, very useful. It's very helpful. They're professionals. They know what they're talking about. Yep. And you're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get a lot more out of it by talking to a real pro. Yeah. As so. opposed to just kind of venting to your a buddy who is. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes your buddy just wants you to shut the fuck up, so they just go along with whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. What, what is it? Like, man, that's damn. That's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Like. Damn. And they yeah. Just keep, damn. Keep going. And they just keep going. Like, yeah. Dude, I'm gonna strangle you. Shut up. <laughs> right. It's like you know your friend doesn't want to have to be subjected to that but a professional they're being paid to be there yeah exactly but christian and cleo so today we're doing witchy shit queen y'all yep with the an astrologer christian's a bitch dude so i don't know (laughs) this was like a spoiler the cards will say this guy's a fuck nut like he's a fuck nut he's a a, what is it buck foy a buck foy he's a buck foy um 
And it's like, you know, he was just, he made comments about, like, jokes about her flying off the handle. And, and I don't know, he just kept making these little comments about her, it being her fault. And that's like, know? that's like a manipulative tactic. Because it is. It's, it's like he, he's, He's covertly like trying to shame her into her how she acted, like how she reacted right. to his shittiness. So now she's gonna like, feel bad. You already made her reacting. apologize for shit she shouldn't have had to apologize yep. for, quite frankly. Yep. So now you're preemptively making her feel silly for having yeah. spoke up or defended. So now when you right. do it again, she's gonna feel silly or embarrassed like oh i better not speak up because you know he made me feel like shit about it last time well yeah i better just go along with it you know how christian is yeah exactly exactly so they did an astrology chart and basically it says the stars say that christian's a bitch on wheels you know (laughs) you know and then he said he didn't want to bring up the past but he keeps referencing or he says like oh i don't want to keep bringing up the past but but he keeps bringing it up yeah he keeps bringing up the fight yesterday and specifically about how it's all cleo's fault yep and it's like, I hate this guy. I hate his stupid fucking hat. Yep. And and I don't know. But the chart says they aren't going to stay together, and this really affected Cleo. Yeah, she was... So. Yeah, she she had her breakdown moment, and I... But I don't... For her, I mean, it would be really... It would, it would be painful for her to lose him in the connection, but I think that overall she'd be better off. She doesn't need that shit. Yeah, she's she is way out of Christian's league in a good way. And, and every, yeah, and every, doesn't need him like that's she doesn't need that. Yeah, and it's like you know, you know what she really needed? She needed uh, uh, the support of a group of drunk women in the ladies' room. Yes, you know how they gather around a crying woman. They, I do. They yes. lift her up. Yes, that's what they needed. That's you what she needed. You lift me up. You know that song? I've got a great story Josh about Grace that. Grace Gar- What's his name? Josh Groban. Groban. That's it. Yeah. Did I tell you the story about how me and that that friend you hate? And I can I can hate him too. But we were out in the bar. <laughs> And he was drunk as shit, and it was a karaoke bar, and this this dude on crutches. This is how most of the stories with him start. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you can't be around him sober. No, or so, <laughs> I can't be around him. I've been I around digress. him sober. It's not. Yeah. It's not fun. I digress. Anyways, he's on like crutches, and he's trying to sing the song. He's trying to belt it out, and then the guy, the, the friend in the background, is like. Uh, and he goes, you lift me up. And the friend goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone turned and looked at him like, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, yep, that tracks. And I'm like, uh, we better go, buddy. Yeah, yeah, good one, pal. But we're going to get our asses kicked. Yep. I mean, what, are you, what I got to fight for you now. Remember, yeah. he almost got us thrown out of a pizza place. Remember that? He almost got uh, me into a fight with a bunch of people at a bar in Florida. We had to drive off. Like, people were chasing us in our car. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's your friend. Yeah, friend. Well, yeah. Yeah, real pal. Yeah. Well, that just about does it for this edition of Big Ed's Neck, <laughs> the only 90 Day Fiance podcast. Please join us next time. We'll talk about 90 Day Before the 90 Days, Season 6, Episode 13. Oh, bye.